Hello everybody, this is Noah Cannon back with another episode of The Miracle Pod, the podcast where I dive into my daily life with Christ and the miracles within it. In today's episode, guys, it is, well, God has just laid so much on my heart and I just want to get it out into an episode and um, what better way to do it than to tell you guys about the winter camp that I just went to a couple of days ago. Um, at Eagle Corn experienced such freedom and the true love of God. So, if you guys are ready, then dive right in. And without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Eagle Corps. I've, I've talked about it, you know, several times on this podcast, and it's because the place is full of God. Even when there's people there that aren't really interested, and, you know, sometimes the leaders aren't up the par, God is still there, and He still moves, and He's still a good Father. You know, I was so excited for this, this winter camp, uh, 2021 Eagle Corps winter camp. We had just came out of such an awful year and we had lost Penny and you know, so many awful things had happened and I, I remember just being like, this is the camp. This is the camp where people are gonna get healed. This is going to be an amazing camp. I was so nervous though because there was like 77 people coming and that's a lot of people. Um, and I was just, I was so worried that Something was going to go wrong. Drama was going to start. But I knew, and I told I told Dad this before, that I just have a good feeling about this camp. I'm just, I'm super excited about what God's going to do this camp. And little did I know, I'll get into it later. Little did I know how much he would truly be doing. But yeah, we, we had 77 people come to this camp, and it was such an amazing time. And I'll just... I'll start from the very beginning and I'll go through the journey that God brought us through and the amazing ministry and I'll just I'll just tell you the story and this is not scripted at all. This was just all of a sudden I was listening to worship in the shower and God I mean he just hit me. It was like you need to put this out there. I was supposed to do an interview with Destiny, but that will come later. God is moving right now. Anyways, so it started, we we came to the building, we were packing up stuff in the U-Haul, and I just remember, I remember walking into the Equal Core building and looking around and just being like, my goodness, look at all these people, like, like there were, I mean, you couldn't even hardly walk in without smacking somebody in the head, it was so, so crowded, and there was new people all over the place, and I was trying to remember them. Um, so Gloria, Destiny, I was, I was having so much trouble remembering their names in the beginning. Uh, Julie, Luke, Laney, all of these new people that God knew that, you know, I, I needed to know their names. And I'll, I'll talk about that later. But I have so, such um, a problem remembering names. And it was good that, you know, I, I tried to learn their names right at the beginning because it would be needed later on. 
but you know, I met all these new people, and there were so many new people, so many new faces, so many old faces that I hadn't seen in a long time, and I, I just remember being like, this is going to be absolutely <laughs> insane. We can't even get out of the door to go to camp. How in the world are we about to sit at a camp for like three to four days, and how are we going to do that? <laughs> it does not make any sense at all. People are going to be crazy. And so, you know, dad finished going over the rules. Andrea was doing the rules and everything. We got in the cars and I rode Bobby. And for those of you who don't know who Bobby is, he is the, um, he's the man who I was on the team with the, the camp that I got saved. And I can very well say that this camp that I went to, the winter camp, was probably my second favorite. You know, nothing ever beats getting saved. Nothing can ever beat that. But this camp you'll come to find later on was it was such an amazing time so we get to camp and we've already got new people we've got josh and stacy that are preaching and we've got logan legrand from the well and he's leading worship and we've got um Tallulah who is uh leading the dance and these were all new people and so it was almost like a new experience like new newness and that is what god was trying to speak to us is new. There's newness in the air. So, the, so you know, we, we got into our teams, and funnily enough, I got most of the people um, that were new. Now, I didn't get uh, Jolie or Lainey, or, Ke um, or um, Jolie or Lainey, or, gosh, I'm forgetting one. There was other people I didn't get, but I got Luke, and he was brand new. I got Destiny, and I got Kevin. And I got Taylor, but she had been in the past and hadn't really been coming to Eagle Course. So it was a lot of brand new people that, you know, I hadn't really been a team leader for. And being a team leader is interesting, because every single time you get in a room with these people, they're all looking at you. And oh, I'll get into that earlier. I'll get into that later. But they're all focused and intent on what God wants to do through the team. And so when I got all these people in there, I was like, man, these people don't know me. I've got to put on this face and act like, you know, I've got it all together. And that, you know, everything that went through my head for years. And... Eagle Corps camp was going pretty normal until the second night. Um, you know, I still had this wall up from people. And, and that's what we do a lot of the times. We put up a wall where nobody can get in and know the real us, who we truly are. Um, just because of the pain and the hurt that's festering inside of us. And we just think that nobody can love us because... You know, that's how I felt. I, I remember um, going to the second night. Well, it was actually in the morning, the second morning, and they said, come to the altar, and I did. And I, have, I hadn't come to the altar in years because I had felt like I could do it all myself. I could just pray in my bedroom. I could just do all that, and God would fix it. But God needed a move. That was the theme of the camp was a move. God needed a move to, oh, God, just to overwhelm everyone in that room 
we needed to move and to run after the Father. And so I did. And they began to, you know, pray for me and tell me that the weight that was on my shoulders that I needed to let it go. And that the standard that I thought was placed on my life needed to go. And I just began to feel God's love just overwhelm me. So then that night, um, we learned, we, we sat in a group together and we learned about transparency. And about uh, being real and telling people what you're going through. And so, you know, I went and I, I, I told everybody that I was, you know, I sometimes I don't love myself. And sometimes I feel like I'm not good enough to be doing what I'm doing. But God, God says that I'm a good son and he says I'm a good brother and he says I'm a good leader. And that's all that matters to me now. It doesn't matter about what the devil tries to tell me. I know that God says I am beautifully and wonderfully made. But dad, dad got through it all. And when I, when I said that, um, there were other people in the room that struggled with that same thing. Even people on my team. And there was so much healing that happened in my team. Um, uh, Luke, he got saved. Um, and has found Jesus. And just the amazing man that he is. And the amazing ministry that he leads. Just being who he is, is amazing. Um, and I, I truly do aspire to get back to that place where I'm running after the Father and I'm seeking his face. And I know, I know, I know without a doubt that he will be with me wherever I go, wherever I go, he will be with me. But Luke was great. Destiny, Destiny was learning that Jesus loved her right where she's at. And it didn't matter what the enemy told her, he was still running after her. Taylor, a girl on my team, she is loved. We were all getting taught the same thing this camp in my team, which is why I think this team... I think it was meant to be. We were all Kevin, Michaela, Aubrey, Destiny, Taylor, Luke, me. We were all getting ministered to and told that we are loved and that the pain of our life that's kept us down and oppressed means nothing with God's love. I mean, what an amazing message. And it ministered to every single one of my team. And we had so much tribulations with our team too. We had people that left. We had people that were swapped and people that couldn't do it. And it was just, it was very hard to come up with a skit. We came up with a skit, um, Cece's Lullaby by Stephanie Gretzinger, where um, a boy who was smoking weed was dealing with all of this pain from his parents and his siblings and just it was weighing him down and in a moment where his his mom 
um, hits him into the floor and kicks him uh, because she's intoxicated with alcohol. He he screams out to God, and I feel like that's what a lot of people we've got to do. We've got to just start screaming out to God because it's in those moments of pain where He picks us up and pulls us back together. But the skit was so good, and I remember the the song just ministering. Even the song, it just ministered to a lot, a lot of people. And I'm so glad that God put this on our hearts, on our team's hearts. And our team name was the Move, because we are the Move. You know, the whole theme of the camp was the Move. Um, and I just thought, you know, we we are the change. We are the healing. We are the power. You know, we are God's sons and daughters, and we, we need to start moving like that. We need to stop moving like we're just people. Because we're not. We are sons and daughters of God. Anyways, on this second night, I remember uh, it was after we had been transparent and after I got ministered to and then um, I felt this sudden urge. I was looking over and I can't even remember who I first went to. But I looked over at somebody and I heard God say, pray for them. Now, for those of you who know me, you know that I do not pray at all. I am, I'm not good at praying. I don't, well, I don't feel like I'm good at praying. I'm going to say God has given me the gift of praying because I don't feel like I'm good at praying, but it doesn't matter what I feel. It matters what God says. It matters what God says. So I, I went and prayed for them, and you know I prayed healing and life into into them, and and then all of a sudden I looked at another person and said, "Go pray for them." And so I went to person to person, praying healing and life into them through God. And uh, it was just an amazing night. I had never done something like that before, where I just prayed for all kinds of people and just sat down and talked with people and it was just such a good moment to know that God was there and he was moving in my life and I could tell that I was changing just a little bit but not enough to notice any anything noticeable uh, until the third night third night came and I remember being so overwhelmed because I had cried so many times and I'm not a crier. I don't really cry um, much. I haven't cried much. But God God worked on me at the camp. And I remember getting so emotional so many times and being like, God, what is this? What is going on? And he was giving me peace. God was giving me peace in the storm. I remember... Um, you know, not being able to eat much that week, and it was because we were just so pumped with the spirit, we couldn't hardly fit anything in our uh, throats. It was, it was crazy. Um, I just I just got a notification from the Bible for it says, "Make room for what matters," and that is, that's what God's doing. Make room for what matters. Stop worrying about all these worldly things and make room for God make room for the father because he's waiting 
make room for what matters. Thank you, Bible. Anyways, um, the third night, um, I had gone, and I remember him talking about the God that loves, the Father that loves, the move, you know, all, all the stuff, the same things that my team had been getting ministered, <clears throat> you know, to, and I remember just feeling this sudden urge to go up there, and I, I went up there, and they started praying for me, and um, several people were going to get baptized, and I just remember they, they put their hand on my chest, and it le legit felt like they lifted me off the ground and threw me to the floor. That's how they felt. I mean, I'm too big for them to pick me up, so I know for a fact that they, um, the people, two people that were, um, you know, they wouldn't have been able to pick me up, but it legit felt like I was lifted off my feet and thrown onto the floor, and I don't, I mean, I don't fall out, but this was, I just felt him more than I ever had. I felt his peace and I felt his love more than I ever thought I could. You know, I thought that I had it all together. I thought at this camp that I was going to go in, I was going to minister to people and that, you know, I was going to change lives through God. Little did I know that not only was I going to do that, but God was going to heal the very things inside of me that brought me pain and that brought me torment and that brought me further away from him. See, that's that's what we get into so much as leaders. We think we've got it all together and we don't. We do not have it all together. And until we can say, God, I have this issue and I need you. I need you to heal me right where I'm at. Not when I get the Holy Ghost. I need you to heal me right where I'm at, God. That is when change comes. Because he is a good, good father. And so, and I know there's no breaks in this, um, but God really is moving. And I just don't feel like doing a dad joke. I don't feel like doing any of that. Um, there will be a break at the end, but I just, you know, I, I want to get this all out there. So after that, after they were just ministering, the people that, uh, when I fell out, they were, I could hear them talking about peace and rest and walk home and peace and walk home and rest. And I... I let it just sit there for a while because that's what God was trying to get at is you think you have to do all of these things. You think you have to do all of these things to be loved, but you are loved right where you are. And so, you know, I, um, after I, I had gotten ministered to and I just felt, I felt different. I got up and I just... I was stumbling around for a second. I just felt different. I felt alive and I felt, I felt changed. I felt him just loving on me everywhere I went. I felt him. And you know, I got baptized that night and they told me, they said, um, you are the curse reversed. You are. And they said, you know, Noah didn't have to show his love through the things he did every time he drove a nail into that ark. His faith. 
His faith showed His love. And I am faithful that God is still moving. I mean, it's just amazing. There have been people that have came to me this camp that have, you know, talked to me about what they're going through. And that's never happened to me. And I've had people that um, have said, I'm going to make sure that I write you every day. I've had people that are coming back now and writing me out of nowhere. And I'm having people that, you know, I'm writing out of nowhere that I haven't spoken to in months. But God, and this is the thing, is God is trying to tell me that I am loved. Not only by Him, but by others. Because I felt unloved for so long and that I wasn't doing enough. And God is telling me, you are loved, son. You know, and I mean, I just would have never thought that a love like this could exist. I'm, I've got so many people just messaging me now and writing me, and it makes me feel so, you know, worth something. And I, I, I just, I've left. We got back from camp um, two days ago. And I'm just, uh, there is something stirring. And it's not stopping for me, at least. I just feel God everywhere that I go. And everybody that I talk to, I can't, I can't help but bring up what God has done for me. You know, I, uh, I just talked to a guy from Highlands named Jackson. And, um, you know, it, it just... I've, I've said, uh, God is good, and it's just, it's, it's overwhelming me, just spewing out God's love, and I'm so excited for where this podcast is going, because I feel like God is just taking me to another level, He's just taking me to another place in Him where I can experience more joy and more freedom and more hope that people are going to get healed. And so I'm just, I'm so excited for where all of this is going and for the journey that I'm going on. And I'm excited to keep you guys updated about it. But this is, <coughs> this is the second episode of the Miracle Pod and it is only the beginning Um, I will be stopping this eventually, this um, podcast. So I hope that you take every ounce of what God is doing in this season. Um, Take it and put it in your heart. Because He is here and He is moving. And it's important that we give Him our all. Welcome to the prayer segment. Um, I'll be ending with a prayer for you guys. And then we'll leave it. If you'll close your eyes. God. I can feel you and see you through your miracles. I know that you're moving in my life and in others' lives And in the people's lives that are listening to this right now, God, you are calling them 
to greater. You are calling them to a life full of peace and joy and rest. And God, I ask right now that you heal the brokenness that's in each and every one of them, God, that you mend the things that cause them pain. I thank you so much for your love and your wonderful testimony that you put into me and the wonderful things that you're going to continue to do in my life and in others' lives. I ask that you bless all the people listening to this, that you keep them moving forward in what you've said. And I ask that everybody at camp will experience freedom, just like I have. Thank you for your love. Amen. If you've listened to this all the way, um, write me and say, I don't know, tell me your favorite flavor of pizza. And I'll be sure to get back to you and, you know, thank you. So, um, I love you guys so much and I will see you in the next episode. Hopefully we really for real get the Destiny Sites interview underway. It's going to be really good and I'm super excited for it. But I just, I had to release this because, you know, I just had to get all of this out there into the world so that I can look back and I can, you know, listen to this again and just hear myself and hear what God did for me. So thank you all for listening. I love you all so much. Bye.